It's natural. You want to see how folks do what it is that you do in other places. We just need to remember that they still have a job to do. Enchanted Sky Media. Media. This is Code 3, the Firefighters Podcast. Now, here's your host, Scott Orr. That's right, and I will not let Parkinson stop me. Thank you for joining me again. This is the show for and about firefighters. We're informing and entertaining members of the fire service just like you from coast to coast. So if you're like most firefighters when you go on vacation, you like to stop by a firehouse or two and say hello. You know, check out the apparatus and the gear. But sometimes firefighters make the worst guests. They just don't seem to know the rules, which is a surprise to a lot of people. I sure was surprised. Justin Shore is here today to help us out with that. Justin's a rescue captain with San Francisco Fire Department, currently assigned to San Francisco International Airport. He's been on the job for 20 years. Justin's the editor of HappyMedic.com and co-hosts The Crossover Show, a fire EMS and police podcast. And Justin Shore joins me now. Thanks for being on Code 3. Hey, Scott. Thanks for having me. So let's get right into it. Why do firefighters of all people need to be told what visitor etiquette is? Well, it's it's interesting. First, a quick caveat. Uh, thank you very much for the glowing uh, introduction. Uh, the opinions that I'm sharing today are mine and not those of my employer. Uh, Got to get that out of the way. But, you know, Scott, firefighters make the worst guests because we're so comfortable in the fire stations or the firehouses uh, of our own and of our history that when we go to others, sometimes we forget that we're a guest and not a member of the company. What is the most common mistake they make when firefighters show up to visit? They just wander in. That was <laughs> one of the biggest problems we had is we'd be at, at our morning muster uh, at the table and the officer would be going through what we were going to do today and people would just kind of wander in. Um, you know, our, our doors were open. Um, for a number of years, I had the opportunity to serve in uh, North Beach in San Francisco, which is a, a wonderful neighborhood, lots of tourists around. We were the first dew engine uh, down at Pier 39, just just Washington Square Park, beautiful, beautiful neighborhoods that people would, would wander uh, on foot. And they would just kind of come into the firehouse and look around, and, and it was a beautiful old firehouse built in the 20s, and folks would just wander in, and it would be a, hi, can we help you? And, oh, I'm so-and-so, a firefighter from wherever, and I was hoping we could get a tour. Kind of, well, if, if you're a firefighter from wherever, what, what time do you guys have your meeting? <laughs> you know, what, what's, what's business hours at your firehouse? So that it would constantly go through, you know, we would, of course, accommodate them. We'll give you a quick tour around the engine, but then, of course, our, our engineer has to take it down to the corner to the hydrant to do the checks. That's what we do in the morning. And it, it kind of rattled around my brain that, that there, there needs to be a set of rules that goes with visiting firehouses. So when I travel, uh, I always have a set of rules that I follow when I go to Chicago and I rang the bell um, over at Squad 2. Uh, in New York City, when I knocked on the door at Ten House, all the different places that I go, I've got a set of rules, and it seems to work pretty well. So what are some of those rules? The number one most important thing is ring the bell. 
don't just walk in. It, it might be okay to, to wander into the fire hall station or house uh, back home where you're welcome, where you know things, but it, it's kind of like going to a new town and just walking into someone's house. You, you would never do that. Even if you're expected, you don't just walk in. I can go to my, my uh, buddy motor cop's house about four minutes away, and I'm never just going to walk in. I'm going to knock on the door, you know. Um, so that's the most important thing. Ring the bell, even if the apparatus doors are open there's a good chance there's a front door with a bell. Ring it. It's just politeness. And then introduce yourself, but, but keep, it, keep it simple. You know, I would, I would wander into a firehouse somewhere else. I'd ring the bell. They'd come up say, hey, guys, um, my name is Justin. I'm a fireman in San Francisco. I was just hoping uh, if you guys had a minute, um, just a, a brief explanation of, of what you guys are responsible for. And then, um, you know, I'd love to get a T-shirt or a patch if you have them. That sounds reasonable, but what do they actually do when they get there? Do, you, do they give an entire speech? It kind of rambles, usually. Some, some of us forget, and we, we kind of go into detail. It's not unlike giving a fire prevention talk to a, a, you know, a bunch of fifth graders. There's usually that hand goes up, and there's the, the stories, not the questions. <laughs> you know, we would get firefighters from all over, all over the country and the world, and about two minutes into our our walk around the engine, we would start to get stories, you know, old tales of battle. And then the worst thing um, that we would always get is in, in that firehouse, in that neighborhood, we had a tiny, tiny little engine, 500 gallons, stub nose, because we had a lot of narrow alleys we had to get through. People would constantly be telling us, well, we run with a thousand gallons. You guys should really think about getting a bigger tank or a bigger pump or, you know, that I can't believe you fight fires from this engine. You guys need something else. And I recommend we run, we run, we, and it really turned into less of a, you're visiting me to your, you're lecturing me how you think things should be done. And it's a big turnoff for somebody that's taken part of their day out to show you around. If they bring it up, that's fine. You know, like if the, the firefighter giving you the tour says, man, this engine is so tiny. We'd, we'd love something bigger. That's an okay time to, you know, put out there, well, hey, are you guys looking at the new Spartan chassis I saw at FDIC or at Firehouse World Expo? You know, oh, no, I tell me more. That's when you can go into details. Um, mm. But it's, we all have to remember that if, if, if you're in your firehouse and I come to it and I start saying, man, this engine's too big, you guys really need to downsize, you're going to turn me off in a heartbeat. Yeah. But that's not what I'm going to say. You yeah. know, I'm going, to, I'm going to appreciate taking time out of your day to give me a quick look around and then I'm going to be off on my way. What time is a good time to show up? Business hours, between 9 and 5, and then skip lunch. Right. That's the best bet. You know, just in the morning we have our chores and our meetings. Uh, in the afternoon hours it's probably PT, maybe an afternoon drill, and then the evening meal. I would say mid-morning is the best time to stop in. Ten Between 10 and 11 o'clock is, is definitely the best time, I would say, in most houses I've visited. If we're there and the alarm goes off, what what is expected of a guest? Get out. Even if they're a firefighter. Well, especially, yeah. You know, if I come to visit your firehouse and you get an alarm, you're, you're not going to let me stay behind. <laughs> you don't know me from Adam, you know. So the best thing you can do is grab yourself, grab the family, and go out front on the apron or somewhere where the unit responding see that you're outside. We don't have to think, well, wait a minute, where'd, where'd that guy from San Francisco go? He had the two kids. Shoot, are they still in the house? Can we shut the door? Is it safe? Nope, there they are. They're standing on the sidewalk waving at us. And that's the perfect time to get some video or a picture, you know? Yeah. 
What about those t-shirts and patches? Everybody's got a collection going. You know, everybody wants to pick up a little something. We used to have a lot of people coming into the firehouse and, hey, do you trade? Do you want to trade shirts? Was it? I'm I'm at my place of work. These are the shirts that I wear. <laughs> you know, I could go up to my I could go up to my locker and get you a shirt maybe, but there's shirts for sale downstairs. They're 15 bucks and what little profit we make from them goes towards house items. You know, television set, some more comfortable chairs, maybe some kitchen items. You know, maybe we need a new set of plates and glasses and we're going to use that to put towards it. A lot of houses that I've gone to visit have just house shirts where it's specific to that company. And those are really a great souvenir to pick up, you know, something that's unique to the place that you went. My 10 house t-shirt, for example, I cherish that. I don't even wear it. You know, it's, it's just something that I was there and I got that and I touched, I touched the names on the plaque and I, I can remember that every time I see it. I didn't just bop into, uh, you know, the corner shopping for five bucks, pick up an FDNY t-shirt. Now I'm, Applying what you're saying to a visit to L.A. County Station 127, which, of course, oh, is where, the, where they yep. film the emergency. Those guys are very used to guests. If if anybody's going to know the, the etiquette for visiting a house, it's going to be the guys at 127. I've been the awkward guy across the street taking pictures, and they just wave, and they duck inside because they know. But if I went over and said, hey, can I get a, a tour of the whole place? That's probably going to be a turnoff. When I stopped by, I actually asked them, how often do you guys get visitors? And they said, multiple times every day. We mm-hmm. just, we've learned to expect it. And when people go to work there, they learn the the patter or whatever, so they can explain everything. But that station is unique in that way. It is. And I would I would say any station that's been featured in movies and TV is the same way. Now, there's there's a lot less people that stop by San Francisco Station 38 and want to take a picture because they remember it from Towering Inferno, but there are still a lot of people that wander past our firehouses and, and want to come in and have a look around. It's it's natural. You want to see how folks do what it is that you do in other places. It's natural to be curious. We just need to remember that they still have a job to do, and it's still their home and we need to be respectful. That's that's really where my article came from, was wishing that I could post something outside that said, ring the bell, keep it short. If we get a run, go outside. Oh, and by the way, there's shirts for sale. We'd appreciate if you pick one up. Sounds good. All right, Justin Shore, thanks for talking with us today. Thank you so much for having me. And there's more on how to be a good guest when you go visiting, and also Justin's blog and podcast on our website at code3podcast.com slash visit. Check it out. Ready for your trivia question? Name the FDNY firefighter who invented the Halligan tool. I'll have the answer right after this. Ever notice that Scott always tells you that you can get a guest's book at our website, code3podcast.com? That's because we have links to order their books from Amazon on the episode's show notes pages. It makes it easy for you to get the books, and it helps support Code 3. When you buy Amazon through our website, we get a small cut too. And it doesn't cost you any more to order through us. Plus, there are other firefighter-related products there too. Take a look at Code3Podcast.com. Here's the trivia answer. Chief Hugh Halligan invented the tool that bears his name. All right, that's it. That's all for this edition of Code 3. 
Thank you for listening. I'll be back next time with more, and I hope you'll be here. I'm Scott Orr, and until then, I'll see you later. Code 3 is a production of Enchanted Sky Media. To get in contact with us, visit Code3Podcast.com. And if you haven't subscribed yet, you should. Don't miss an episode. Find us at the Apple iTunes Store, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts.